0: There's joy in every journey.
1: Yep. It's that show that reset everything. Now, what does he mean by that? Stick around, you'll find out. Good morning everybody, this is Bob Salter. Yep, it's the start of the month of October. Always enjoy this time of the year. And we have a doozy of a show today. We're with you between six and seven thirty on Sunday mornings. At seven thirty, the NFL preview is along. Of course, some NFL action on the fan after nine this morning. Coming our way from across the big drink, we are in discussion in hour one of our program with the co-founder of Mama Says. Now, some of you are thinking to yourself, "What is Mama Says all about?" Well, you're going to find out about that. It's a very interesting story that our guest is going to share with us as well in the course of our discussion. There's a lot of information that she has to bring to the table. Her name is Meg Donahue. Uh, Meg is uh, joining us by phone on our program. First of all, Meg, it's nice to have you join us. Good morning. Welcome to The Fan in New York.
2: Uh, Thank you. Happy, happy to be here.
1: And we're very pleased to have you uh, joining us on our program. When folks... Ask you, and I assume they do, what Mama Says is all about, and it's spelled Mama M A M A S E Z Z. How do you explain what Mama Says is?
2: What, they tell, what I tell them is that we are a whole food, plant based meal delivery company, and that we make um, foods made from plants which to me, when I first heard that idea, sounded really strange and not very appealing. Um, <laughs> who would want to eat that way? Um, so it's, it's a tough lead, but usually um, folks are sort of familiar with it or at least have a desire to know more about something about their diet that might be able to help them or, or nutrition. And so what we make are we make really great comfort foods, um, foods I, have, I come from a football-playing family, And foods that my brothers, I could put on their plate, and they're not going to say, you know, where's the real food? What is this, a salad? So um, that was the bar that we used right off the bat, is like my brothers have to to look at it and say, this is really good, this is really satisfying. And I wouldn't even necessarily have to qualify it as plant-based, just it's really good food. So that's what we do.
1: Well, when we talk about this term of a plant based diet we've heard this discussed before never really had an at-length discussion about this topic on this show so I'm pleased to have you joining us today how do you explain what what a plant-based diet looks like in 2017
2: Um, a plant-based diet is is it's a it's a really balanced diet Um, Most people, I think, have an an image of of lettuce and kind of light foods. Mm -hmm. But what we do is we we take um, things that are historically great dishes, like a gardener's pie and pastas and lasagnas, and we just take out the meat and dairy, and we add plants that um, you were very used to eating but just probably not accustomed to combining together to have as your main entree, and that's what we do.
1: Plants like?
2: Plants like um, the, the, the ones you've heard of, you know, spinach and kale and broccoli and corn, so all of the vegetables, but also um, like quinoa, which might be a little bit different to different people, it's a, a type of grain: um, rice, potatoes, sweet potatoes, legumes, um, like
1: that.: You're making me hungry. <laughs> okay. which, is, which is not a bad thing at That's this not hour. A bad Not at all. And the
2: thing is, you can eat all of this food. That's the great thing about a whole food, plant-based diet. And I do tell people this, is that when you're eating this, and it's distinguished from a vegan diet, and that there's no preservatives in it, and that's pretty critical. So there's no preservatives. And there's no junk. There's no processed sugar. Um, You get all natural sugar, for example, from dates and from figs. And um, for some folks, for honey, with honey. But you can eat pretty much as much of this as you want. You're not going to, it's not going to harm you to eat, you know, a a lot, a lot of vegetables and fruit. Okay. How did
1: you come to the realization that this is a diet and an approach to eating that can work?
2: Sure. Um, Back in 2012, my mom was 80 years old, and she was released to us in hospice care. She had congestive heart failure, less than 10% heart function. Her kidneys were failing, and you know at that point your body is a very delicate ecosystem. And when one thing goes, you know the heart goes and the lungs go and kidneys. And she was she was a very she was very sick. You know hospice care. And um, I come again, like I said, from a, a a big Irish Catholic football playing family, and so we basically Googled who has survived this and came up with what we've called the Hail Mary path of of health. And we said what we came upon was a whole food, plant-based diet by this doctor, um, Dr. Um, Caldwell Esselstyn, who wrote the book Preventing and Reversing Heart Disease. And when I read it, you read a lot about heart disease, of kind of just palliative care, of take these drugs, it won't get any worse, it probably won't get better, and you can go along. You know, you can maintain a kind of sort of decent health, but what he was saying is that, no, you can actually reverse this, the, the heart disease, and that got my attention because I had never heard that, and, and I didn't really believe it, but at that point, we really were desperate, and so um, I brought my, home, my mom home to live with us. We renovated a little apartment in our garage, and I started feeding her because she couldn't feed herself um, little whole food plant-based Smoothies and soups, mm. tiny amounts. And over the course of, you know, three to six months, one, she didn't die. <laughs> so that was our first clue that something good was happening. And she started to get gradually better and that she could sit up, she could walk around the little space that she was in. And then she started going outside and doing small walks around our driveway. And then she gradually got better and better, and she's going to be 87 next month. So she came to us when she was 80. She's going to be 87 next month. She swims four times a week. She drives. She does yoga. She does Tai Chi. She's active. Um, and her cardiologist, and this is the nice part because the science is behind it, her cardiologists at Dartmouth-Hitchcock are amazed because her heart function is at the what we call the low end of normal. Wow. And so, in fact, she did reverse this heart disease. And then all of the things that go along with heart disease that you find are also stabilized. And so she went from taking a bucket load of medications, you know, even at the, at the end of her life, there was, she had a like essentially a cosmetic bag full of medications that she took to very few now. And most of them are kind of vitamins and then some other, um, you know, like an aspirin and things like that.
1: So you went from a situation where basically, if I can understand things correctly from what you said early on, you were really being told to make her comfortable.
2: Exactly. To
1: a situation where she's thriving seven years later.
2: Seven years later. And and the key is she wasn't 20. She was 80. And so... You know, many people, I think, we have this idea, especially over 40, that then you're just kind of mitigating the drop of your health. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, all of these things we just kind of take for granted, especially in this society, you know, in in the United States, that you're just going to have, or some of your friends are going to have, hypertension, you know, some type 2 diabetes, excess weight to obesity, heart disease. You know, and the big one that more and more people are, are fearing, um, is Alzheimer's and dementia. And, and, you know, in my family, it struck my dad. He, he had, um, Alzheimer's. And what we're finding now is that if you eat this way, then you can not only just mitigate the drop, but you can maintain a really high level of health. And you're not, it's not a, a given that you're going to get one of those big ones or the cancer that, you know. We see most of you know, everybody knows somebody in their circle who has any one of those diseases or has been struck by it.
1: So in the case of Alzheimer's and dementia, are you seeing or have you seen instances where that has been reversed?
2: You know, this is a really exciting um, field, and and it's near and dear to me, and I'll, I'll put it into context of why we think it's so important to eat this way. So my mom and dad, my dad, um, big athlete, ate well, and what we think of as eating, well, we used to think of eating well, you know, lean meats, veggies, get a little exercise, and, you know, he had a strong spiritual life, and so he had the pieces that we see are, would normally keep you healthy, and so did my mom, she was a tennis player and a golfer, and, and yet all of a sudden... These diseases kind of like out of nowhere hit them in their, my dad was in his late 60s when he was diagnosed with um, Alzheimer's and my mom later, but it seemed so random, we were like, why, you know, we're, we're the family that did stuff the right way, so we saw it.
1: Okay, hold that thought, Meg. We're gonna sure. come back to you on that. We've got a lot to get to in our discussion. I want to pick right up from that point. Meg Donahue is talking with us in this first hour of our program here on the fan. It's Sunday morning on the fan. Good morning, everybody. This is Bob Solter, we'll have some NFL action on the fan at nine this morning. NFL previews along at seven thirty. We're in discussion with Meg Donahue in this first hour of our program. She's co-founder of Mama Says. That's on the web, by the way, at Mama Says M A. A M A S E Z Z dot com and she is talking with us about um well she provided a little bit of background on um this uh, venture and talked about how it is that a plant based diet dramatically impacted her mom's life. Now we were at a critical point that you were explaining um in talking about this plant based diet approach and i had to interrupt you take a pause there for sports update and messages would you pick back up on that
2: sure we were we were talking about um alzheimers mm-hmm. and i think it's it's on everyone's mind because it seems so random and that was certainly how it impacted us and what we're finding now um is studies are beginning to show and there's there's great studies at the buck institute at ucla and you know new new um books coming out and research coming out that says a whole food plant based diet can impact your chances. Whether you, even if you have are you know a genetic predisposition toward to, to Alzheimer's can impact your chances of getting dementia, dementia, and can mitigate the the effects if you already have um, dementia. And that seems like a really heady statement and and huge good news. And you, I wonder why people aren't you know yelling it from the rooftops and it's it's similar to you know the idea that heart disease is what they call now uh in in the plant plant-based um research uh circles a foodborne illness and that it is it's it is not that complicated. However, it is a little bit difficult to do. So in the case of Alzheimer's, it's, it's a complicated-ish disease. There are a lot of facets to it, but one of the ones that we know that has a huge impact, you know, when you think of plaque buildup in your heart, think of plaque buildup in your brain, if you can, you know, reverse your heart disease, which is a plaque buildup, then it doesn't take too long to think, well, maybe that will have, also have an impact on the plaque in your brain. Um, so it's the same diet and the same principles. And this is where we came up with the idea, the, the name Mama Says, which is do like your mama says, eat your fruits and veggies, go outside and play. Just keep it really simple and don't overcomplicate nutrition. And if you can do a whole food plant-based nutrition, it goes a long way towards mitigating the symptoms. And the results are really astounding. And, you know, it's very close to our heart. My Both my parents had the same diet. And my dad ultimately got Alzheimer's, and my mom, severe heart disease. Mm. And that wasn't random. You know, there was something that they were doing, ingesting in their body, that created a, 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 it ripe for disease. It manifested in my mom's heart disease, my dad had early heart disease, and then Alzheimer's. And these were not the people that you would think. These are the people that you said they're doing everything right, which I think scares people. You know we feel like then it's just i you know why would I even try and eat well however <laughs> what, they, what they were what they were eating was. Kind of a mythic, the mythical, you know, lean red meats, and you know that whole idea, but also a lot of processed food, and you know that has is so detrimental to your body. Your body just doesn't recognize the chemicals; it's not meant to, and so something happens. And it's it's really very makes a lot of it's common sense. It makes a lot of sense. Oh, if I eat real food that is alive, that doesn't have chemicals in it and give it in my body, put it in my body, I'm going to feel better. You know, and I liken it too. we have a, a great plant manager, Big Dave, we call him, and uh, he talks about, you know, he likes cars and he talks about it a lot. He goes, you know, I would never put crummy gas in my car. <laughs> you know, I just would I wouldn't do it. Or you know, I wouldn't, like, redo an engine and then throw some sugar in it. You know, you just wouldn't do that. <laughs> you know, you, it just makes it like you'd, you'd kill somebody who did that to your car. <laughs> And But we do it all the time without even thinking. We just, like, we have this beautiful machine that will actually repair itself, and that's what's dramatic. You know, when you look at my mom, wow, it's repaired. And when you see the things with the dementia studies and, and you go, Oh my golly! These people couldn't work, and I've seen the progression, so I know it firsthand. Um, and I don't take this lightly because it's very serious. And I also want to stress that we um, decided early on there's so much woo-woo in this field that we were going to align ourselves with the medical community because it's, it's we work we work with cardiologists, we work with doctors. We just sponsored one of the largest um, healthcare com- plant-based healthcare conferences in the world out in an Anaheim california because what we want is the research because when you have the medical community that can say yeah this makes sense i mean it seems kind of bizarre that we're in a world where you know we have to have a a scientific study to tell you that eating real food is better for you but it's true um because we've gone that far off the beam you know we've we've really got gone far off the beam but we just want to simplify it and we align ourselves with with the doctors and when you have you know the president of the um American School of Cardiology saying, yeah, this diet is—it it makes a lot of sense to eat a whole food plant based diet, and when you have Harvard Medical School and all of uh, the, the the big folks saying, yep, the the science is backing it, then it, then it helps people understand. But what we realized is then it's not that easy to do, even though it would seem like it should be. And so, how can we make it easy? How can we can uncomplicate it and Most importantly, how can we make it delicious? And that's what we try to do, either by sending people the food directly or teaching them how to do it.
1: Okay, you've just planted, no pun intended, uh, a lot of information in front of our listeners. I want to mention the fact that um, they want to join us in our discussion. You can 877-337-6666. You're on point. want to ask a question of Meg in our chat. Meg Donahue is co founder of Mama Says. She's with us this hour of our program on WFAN. When we talk about this idea of the types of foods with the highest nutritional value, what stands out?
2: Um, I would go with, you know, if, I, just to put in context again, what you want to have is a balanced diet. And so what we have had, what we see in our, you know, in marketing and food marketing is this idea of reducing foods to specific nutritional values, like foods high in protein or foods high in, you know, amino acids. If you eat a balanced diet, you don't need to necessarily stock up on foods that have high nutritional value. However, that being said, so my first line of defense is if you eat a balanced whole food plant-based diet... You don't need to, to weigh it in one way or another. You'll get enough protein. You'll get enough amino acids. You'll get enough of the B vitamins that, that you know, folks get from meats. And so a balanced diet would look like, you know, um, any of the vegetables, green, anything that grows out of the ground, so lettuce, kale, um, broccoli, beans, legumes, lentils, potatoes, any of those contribute to... Uh, a well-balanced diet, and it's going, you're going to be well-fueled. What you'll see, a lot of athletes now are starting to eat a plant-based diet, and mm-hmm. the reason is the recovery time is so much better. This is a New York station, but we're up north, and so you look at Tom Brady as a, a quarterback and primarily a plant, plant, plant-based diet. Top tennis players who are older are looking at, to a plant-based diet, and it's, it's because the recovery time is so much faster.
1: When we talk about the idea of boosting one's immune system, this is something that gets a lot of people's attention, especially
2: athletes and including the
1: weekend athletes too. A lot of them are listening to this discussion now. How can you boost your immune system?
2: Um, One of the great ways to do it, if you look at kind of history, things like garlic, if you add garlic to your diet. And again, I, I, I want to encourage people to eat, just not put garlic on your you know, your steak. <laughs> and you're increasing your, your immune system. So that's the danger in it. It's like, oh, I got this garlic. Now I'm good to go. Put it on my ice cream. Um, ginger um, is another one that that is great. So onions are good. Great on antioxidants and basil. So... Probably big Italian families might be looking like, oh, yeah, these are the things that we've always had in our sauce. And it's true. So, which, you know, if you look at the, you've probably heard of the Mediterranean diet where they had diets diet that are rich in garlic and ginger and basil, and all of those are great antioxidants, and they're great for your immune system. And balance it, you know. Don't just eat that. Eat the whole thing because it's, it's, it's the equivalent of if you're a, a tennis player and you, only work on your forehand and you don't work on your backhand, you're going to get crushed on your backhand. And it's the same idea with food, that you can't just have one thing that is good and think it's going to mitigate the impact of all the bad things that you're putting in your system.
1: If one switches from basically a meat-based diet to a plant-based diet, some people may wonder, and I'd like you to address this, What happens to the essential vitamins and nutrients that at least they believe they're getting in that meat-based diet?
2: I think that's a really um, good question, and it was one um, that I asked. You know, I did not come from this from a political standpoint or an animal rights standpoint. I came to it out of desperation. And so my whole belief system was based on, I think, what a lot of people have are, well, hey, wait a minute, you get all this, where are you going to get your protein? And I asked that question, where am I going to get my B vitamins? Because those are the things that you normally get from from meat. And when you, you look at it, you think, okay, where am I going to get my protein and my vitamins? So the animals that I'm eating are like cows. Where do they get their protein? You know, they, they, they eat plants. Um, and they're big and strong. So there's plenty of protein in, in plants, There's pr- plenty of... Um, B vitamins in vegetables and fruits and vegetables. And so even though you can know this intellectually, and I think that's something that I struggled with, I still had this lingering, but wait a minute, because it's ingrained in us. It's a part of our culture and you can't underestimate how important that is to, to, to think about. So even if you know it, what happened for me is I experienced it. So physically, I was a competitive athlete. And I at uh was in my early, late 40s at the time. I um, had arthritis, and so I would want to go play all weekend, and I would have trouble getting down the stairs. You know, it would take me that while. My hips were a little sore. My shoulders were sore. Within a month of eating a whole food plant-based diet, because I was eating what my mom was eating, my arthritis was gone. Mm. Now, it, if somebody had told me that, I would feel like, yeah, sure. <laughs> But my story story is not unusual, and that that is the thing. So what I tell the people is you will get those, so I can give you all of the sources of where to get the nutritional information, and all the information in the world is not going to matter because we have a ton of information. Anybody can Google it. But what you have to have is the experience. So when you try it and all of a sudden you notice, oh, my goodness, this, this thing, this middle weight, because that's another thing that happens is, is the weight just kind of goes off your body, any excess weight. And I didn't even know that was going to happen and it just went. You know, every, a lot of women my age are like, oh, I've got the middle thing and, you know, the middle weight and they worry about it. Just gone. The arthritis was gone. I had tremendous energy and that I hadn't, I hadn't expected any of these. I just wanted my mom to get better. Um, but those are the things that those are the things that happen. So when you try it, when you actually do it, you'll see the benefits of it.
1: The voice of Meg Donahue who is co-founder of Mama says, she is talking with us this hour of our program on the Fan this Sunday morning and talking with us about this idea of a plant-based diet approach. WFAN's toll-free line is 877-337-6666. It's brought to you by Mohegan Sun. Sun Brewfest is back at Mohegan Sun on October 7th. Visit brewfest.com for details. Let's see if we can do a quick call here before we break. Uh, we go to Mateo in Brooklyn, who's been holding for a while. Mateo, good morning. Welcome to the fan. Hey, how you doing? Um, I just have a question for
2: your host. Um, I'm, uh, I've been a vegetarian for many years, and I just want to find out, if should we eat according to our blood type? Because I'm a type A positive. And I heard, and I read a book about, you know, we according to our blood type.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let her address this actually on the air. Thank you for your call this morning.
2: Mm-hmm. Hi, Mateo. Yeah, thank you for, for that question. And I've heard that as well. And what I found, and, and this is was talking with countless doctors who are in this field, is that if you eat a whole food plant-based diet, regardless of your blood type, that that is not the indicator of your diet, that we're human beings and this is the diet that can best fuel you. And, you know, the proof is in the pudding and that's what i tell people because there's so much information out there that reduces it and it makes it like you need a nutrition degree to eat dinner and it's really not that hard um and but people get scared and he's rightfully so and you know congratulations to you for for researching it and for being a vegetarian and being concerned and what we want to do is to simplify it to say you know for thousands of years people ate without having to 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 know as much about nutrition. People, you know, my great-grandmother was not wondering how much protein she was getting. They were doing some things naturally. And the blood type um, idea, um, again, it kind of makes it a little bit more complicated and people start thinking about it themselves in that way. But what I say is try a whole food plant-based diet. See how you feel. And not only see how you feel, but give yourself the evidence. Go to your doctor and get all of your blood work done before eat a whole-food, plant-based diet, and then get your blood work done in a month. And what you will probably find is that you are significantly healthier a month out. And it only, that's the other thing, because I'm a person who doesn't like to, like, wait a year for an effect. <laughs> I kind of like immediate results. Um, when you change your diet this way, you will notice results Literally within
1: a week. Excellent point. Meg Donahue, who is co founder of Mama Says, our guest on The Fan. It's Sunday morning on The Fan. Good morning, everybody. This is Bob Salter. As uh, Dave mentioned, the juice is loose. O.J. Simpson is out of jail. More on that a little later in our program this Sunday morning. Now, where could he possibly be going with that idea? Interesting discussion that we are having with Meg Donahue on our program. She's co-founder of Mama Says on the web, by the way, at Mama Says, M-A-M-A-S-E-Z-Z. That's all This one word, dot com. And she shared a lot with us, talking with us about the idea of a plant-based diet or a plant-based diet approach. There's a lot to go In our discussion, I said what we'll do as well is try to work in thoughts from folks listening to us. 877-337-6666 is our number here at The Fan. Let's go to uh, Mike in Manhattan, who is joining us by phone. Mike, good morning. Welcome to The Fan.
2: Hey, good morning. Thanks for having me.
0: Um, I just had a question. Um, I've been doing a paleo diet and trying to mix it with a plant-based diet, and I was just wondering, you know, paleo is based in a lot of uh, protein and meat, Uh, when is kind of too much meat in your system or not enough, and if you believe that it has to be kind of grass-fed and, you know, uh,
2: antibiotic
0: and hormone-free. Thank you.
1: Okay. I'm going to let her actually respond to you on the air. Thank you for your call. Drive safely.
2: Mike, that's a great question. And there are a lot of diets out there, and one of them is a paleo diet, which is a a primarily meat-based diet. In a whole food plant-based diet, um, what we recommend is no meat and no dairy. And there's a, a lot of research behind why we recommend it. And one of the big um, questions that people have is, where am I going to get my protein? And there's there's a lot of concern that you can only get the protein that you need from meat. You can get as as much protein as you need from plants. A bigger issue, and a lot of the doctors that we talk with say, you know, rarely do people come into their office with a protein deficiency or a B12 deficiency. What they mostly come into their office with is a fiber deficiency. And so that is something that is just a, a little bit of a turn of the cube for people, if you can look at it that way. But it's a, it's, a, it's a concern. And so what we recommend is if you can try this, and, you know, it sounds like if you are open to a paleo diet, what you're looking for is really optimal health. And and that's what we were looking for. And so we looked at all of them. You know, we're not meat shamers. We're not somebody, we're not that person at the dinner table that's going to make you feel bad (laughs) for whatever you're eating. Um, But what we say is, hey, if you really want great results, your body is the best testament to that. How are you feeling? What's your blood work telling you? If you're not getting optimal results, look at people who are. You know, it's very basic. And so that's what we're about. We're about getting really great results. And so when we looked at this and we talked with the doctors and we explored the science and I went through Cornell's courses so that I could get an understanding of the science on it, we said, and then I experienced it. Then that's when I said, you know, it's not that I'm against meat. And if you are going to eat meat, yes, eat, eat something that is grass-fed, you know, the bulk of the antibiotics that are produced in this country are fed to animals, and you have to think about that. So if they're fed to the animals, that means that I'm eating them. Now, why would, why would that be? You know, and it's just a, a, a question. You don't have to ponder it too long for it to sink in that, ha, huh, that's a very strange thing. That's a very strange thing. If you had a, a child that you had to feed continually antibiotics and something is going on that isn't healthy. And so just to log that away, but the most important thing is to check how your body is feeling check what your body is telling you through actual testing you know go get your blood work done how do are you still ha- do you still have hypertension are you sleeping well do you have the energy you want do you have excess weight are you having to work out like crazy just to balance your weight what we found in, and I'll give you a quick story we had um a, our plant manager worked for me for years prior to this and we called him big dave And he was Big Dave. He's the guy you call, you know, like move a refrigerator from the third floor to the first alone. (laughs) You know, Big Dave, really strong, and, you know, a pretty hefty guy. And I adore him. And, you know, I said, Dave, I want you to come work with me because he's just so good at what he does. And he says, okay, Meg, but, you know. I'm going to have to try this thing, <laughs> this whole food plant-based thing. And Dave, again, he's the guy who went and shot his food for lunch. You know, he was not Mr. <laughs> Plant-Based. Um, so he comes in, and he's, but he also does everything 100%. So he just went in full bore. We you know, gave him the information, went in full bore. In the first month, he lost 35 pounds. And that is not unusual. It's not unusual that all of a sudden you just lose this excess weight that everyone is like, oh, the gut, the, all those things. And you know, athletes out there or you know will will know this how frustrating it is to have that excess weight when you want to move around and you're trying to work it off and it's still hanging on. So anyway, he lost the 35 pounds. Bigger, bigger indication of his health is he had lifelong epilepsy. Lifelong. Specialists in Boston. These these seizures would put him out for 12 hours at a time, and then two to three days to recover. So and within the first month, he came to me and he said, look, you know, I'm feeling so much better. I think I can come off some of my medication. And our first line is talk with your doctor. You never do anything without medical supervision. And so he said, okay, and he went and talked with his doctor. His doctor rightly so said, hey, let's, let's check this out in a month. We'll see where your numbers are. So he's gone on to get off all of his epilepsy medication. He's also lost 65 pounds. And this is in a, a relatively, this is within a year, all of this has happened. And Big Dave has gone on to Big Buff Dave, you know, who, who at 50 has a six-pack ab, and, you know, he's just, he's rocking it. And he is, he's a great spokesman because he is not the typical person that you would think would be eating a whole food plant-based diet. And that's what we want to do is to just normalize this thing. It's not that unusual. People have been doing it for years, people all over the world. If you look at the, the countries that have, or the, or the places in the world, they're called the Blue Zones, you may have heard of that book, that have the, the, the highest longevity, the best health, what they eat is primarily a whole food, plant-based diet. And that is just food that's grown from the ground, that's made into delicious meals. Sometimes they have small amounts of meat or fish, but there, it's more like what we now do with, you know, that little sprig of, you know, spinach or broccoli that we put on our plate. That's, it's just flipped in these countries that have, in these areas that have extraordinary health, extraordinary longevity. And so what we recommend is, hey, eat a whole food plant-based diet. See how you feel that is where you're really going to understand the impact of it and anybody can do anything for a month you know especially and that's what we we said that's why we started the company especially if it's easy to do and we try to make it easy for people and it's delicious because i'm selfish if something doesn't taste good i'm not going to stick with it i mean i can't i can't hang in there with something that's not doesn't doesn't feel good doesn't make me feel good and doesn't taste great if i'm feeling deprived I'm no different than anybody else, I don't have that kind of willpower, then, you know, I'm going to go to the thing that makes me feel good. And, you know, in this American diet, it's salt and sugar and preservatives. But once you begin to eat really good whole food, plant-based food that tastes great, you want to eat more of it. And the healthier your body feels, the more you want to do that.
1: All right, let's go back to the phone, 877-337-6666, our number here at The Fan. Let's go to Jimmy in Westchester, who's been holding for a while. Jimmy, good morning. Welcome to The Fan. Yes, good morning to you. I basically eat a plant-based diet, but I'd like for you, uh, you know, twice a year, my wife and I, we, I don't know what it is, Memorial Day and Labor Day, we we go to IHOP
0: for pancakes.
1: Uh, (laughs) Once this this year, I did have a... uh, Piece of corned beef. That's about it. I'd like for you to uh, give uh, a typical breakfast, a typical lunch, and a typical dinner, and what would you have for snacks? I eat a lot of nuts and seeds as well.
2: Sure. Um, Thank you for the question. And, you know, I I get it. You know, sometimes you just have an old favorite that you want to eat, and what I always tell people, unless you have a strict medical reason and you're trying to accomplish it, especially with heart disease and things like that, then then it's best not to deviate because you're trying to get specific results. In general, you know, every once in a while you have an old favorite you go back to, um, then you're still going to be fine. But what I normally have for breakfast and is I'll have oatmeal with – I'm in, in Vermont, and so we have maple syrup and walnuts, two walnuts on, on them and raisins, or I'll make a smoothie out of um, – blueberries are great, and that's also a great antioxidant and, and great for brain health. So um, a blueberry banana smoothie, because bananas are packed with potassium, and you know they're just like an all-around awesome food. And I'll put a few hemp seeds or chia seeds um, which you can get in any store now. You don't have to go to a health food store to get those types of things. Um, and, again, all of these also are on our website. We have tons of recipes just to make it super easy. So I'll do something, something pretty simple like that for, for breakfast. Um, for lunch, since, you know, we have a company that makes food, I'll have, um, I might have a big salad. That's not my first choice, though. I, I don't gravitate towards salads. But I'll have, you know, a gardener's pie, whole food plant-based gardener's pie. I might have some pasta. Um, and for dinner, you know, I stick with kind of traditional things. Um, I'll have uh, pastas with great whole food plant-based marinara sauce on it. I'll have a lazy lasagna, veggie burgers, and, um, or gardener's pies, which is kind of like an old shepherd's pie without the meat in it. And snacks, fruit, uh, a, lot of, a lot of fruit and a lot of nuts. And, um, and I find that I'm really not hungry during the day. That was another thing a lot of people might find now. When you're not eating this way, you get hungry a lot or you have those spikes in sugar. And, and what I experience, and this is across the board what we hear, are those types of ups and downs with your blood sugar. They stabilize. And so you're not you don't get that hangry feeling where you're like I gotta eat something or I'm gonna hit somebody. Um, you just it's stable and <laughs> you know you just can kind of go through your day with a steady energy. You know, just a steady flow um, without that craving, craving for for food. And this is I'm gonna quickly say one thing that has been a total surprise. I hadn't anticipated with this. Um, eating this way with plant-based, plant-based nutrition. And I've heard it from a lot of, lot of women and some men more now that they've unhooked from the food thing, they call it, which is that type of obsession in, with food and what they're eating and how it's impacting their health and, and their, particularly their weight. And <clears throat> what we have found, and science is backing it up, is that when you eat food that is stuffed full of preservatives, it actually changes your brain chemistry and makes you want to eat more of that food, and it's actually designed to do that in some foods. Mm-hmm. And so when you take that out, all of a sudden your, your body is just craving what it needs and not pushing you towards foods that are um, in conflict with what you actually want to have happen with your body, which is health and a normal weight. And so more people have said, if nothing else, to not have that food obsession or my life in relation to food, to have that quiet is worth, worth changing anything because that's what, you know, you see it everywhere, this diet, that diet, all of this stuff. And we say, you know, just take that off the table. Get, get rid of that thinking. Just eat this way. And it's like when you were a kid. You go, you have lunch, you go outside and play. You're not thinking, is that lunch fueling my play, or am I going to be able to fit in my jeans? You know, None of that happens. You just go eat, and you go play. And it is that exact same feeling that you have as an adult, where you're just eating this great food. It's fueling your body, and there isn't that conflict with food, that weird relationship that's developed with with millions of people, really, in this country, and impacts women, It impacts men. It's impacting young people. To take that away and to recognize that's not just a lack of willpower, but what has actually happened is your body chemistry is compelling you to go eat foods that aren't great for you. You know, it it sets up a cycle, and we're blaming ourselves. So you take that off the table, and all of a sudden you have this amazing energy, this great space in your head, and you're not worried about food in the same sort of way that you have been maybe for years.
1: Meg Donahue, is who is co-founder of uh, Mama Says, talking with us on our program on the fan this Sunday morning. Mama Says, M-A-M-A-S-E-Z-Z, that's all this one word, .com, the uh, website uh, for the uh, venture. And she shared an awful lot with us thus far in our discussion we're not going to have time to get to more calls and unfortunately our lines are jammed as I had a feeling would happen here Uh, perhaps we can have you back on at a future time and be able to talk more at length let me just ask you a question that often comes up in discussions like this because people will ask if everybody went vegan would the world be overrun with animals or is that just a completely silly concept and we've got about 30 seconds here for your response um
2: you know, I, th- I think at first brush it's not a silly concept, I think it, it, because it comes into a lot of people's minds. Um, but what we have now is it's an out-of-balance system to nature, when you think about it, that and we, we raise a lot of animals, we, you know, um, to eat. So if you took that out of the equation of raising animals of, um, to eat them, then animals would naturally, like we're not overrun with rabbits, you know, we're not overrun with bear. That nature takes care of itself, but when we are raising them in a more unnatural way, then you know, when you take that out of the equation, then they'll go back to a more natural way of being. And so, and it also doesn't happen overnight. I think that's really important to to think about that change. Although we'd like it to be speedy, is slow. And so this is a this is this is a turning of the cube.
1: Okay. You know, we're
2: not anti-farmer, so.
1: Meg, thank you very much for joining us on our program. Co-founder thank you so of Mama Says MamaSaysMamaSays.com, the website.
0: Certainly good luck with continued with your adventure. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.